Welcome to All Out Living, the podcast dedicated to providing you tools, information, advice, motivation, and much, much more in the areas of fitness, health, wellness, and style, helping you live an all-out life. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Orange Theory Fitness, Brownsville, home of the best one-hour workout in fitness. Orange Theory, a one-hour full-body workout, heart rate-based interval training, if you're looking for accelerated results, go see our friends at Orange Theory. Keep burning. Welcome back to the show. This is Eddie Lucia, your host. It's great to be recording again. We took a, a slight pause in, in knocking out these great episodes with our great guests, but it's great to be back. I want to, again, thank our sponsors, Orange Theory Fitness. They continue to provide one of the greatest products in all of the fitness industry we're lucky to have a wonderful membership base here in brownsville people uh excited about the results they're getting all sorts of fun things happening at orange theory please go by and see our friends there uh, today we have a great episode uh, we have with us carlos and lucy garza for a long time on this podcast we've talked about kids and how to get into the mindset of having high-performing kids, or at least kids that are well-balanced, uh, have great attitudes, uh, uh, go to school or, or their sport every day, and do the very best they can. We want all our kids to meet their potential. So I've been flirting with the idea, and you, if you've listened to the podcast, you've heard that I wanted to invite parents of high-performing children to come and talk about what they did and what they continue to do as parents to um, raise these these great, well-adjusted, high-performing kids. So Lucy and Carlos, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having us. So I've, I've known the family a long time. Uh, Carlos himself was in the fitness industry at, at one point and was always very hospitable. Uh, when I was a young kid going into his gym, was always very welcoming. I, I wanted to thank him for that publicly. Um, but also just uh, tell him that we are so proud of one of Brownsville's own, his daughter Gabby, and all that she's doing in track. So before we do that, please introduce yourselves and, and tell us a little bit about your family. Uh, well, my name is Lucia Garza. Um, I have three kids, Carlos Garza, Gabriela Garza, Mauricio Garza. Uh, they all are athletes, um, very well behaved kids and I'm from Monterrey, Mexico so my first language is Spanish if I don't say anything right I'm sorry. You have a beautiful <laughs> accent you're doing great, you're doing great and um, well we married like what 20 years ago? Yes 20 years 20 ago. Years is ago. the anniversary coming up? Yes May right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that Carlos, you look to make sure she answered, you don't make any mistakes I like that, that's very smart Yes and well that's it Awesome. And Carlos? Uh, I've been, I've been uh, living here most of my life. I was born here in Brownsville. I lived in Matamoros for six years, and then we came back to... Uh, we've been living here in the States, in Brownsville, for, for the past uh, 40 years. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I went to school with your sister, who is also a member at Orange Theory. She was uh, a few years older than me, Beto. Uh, but uh, know you through her. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to crack this joke because when she sent me your number, uh, she saved your number 
uh, under the name Dork on on <laughs> on the contact. She's been calling me Dork for yeah, yeah. ever since she was. Yeah, yeah. So so now now she owes you because I, I said why. that publicly. I yeah, I mean, come on, man, you're a cool guy. You're a cool guy. So we thought of you as one of our first guests because my daughter, who's much younger than Gabby, your middle child, who is who I wanted to talk about, I'm sure you can mention the success of your other children, but, but Gabby's the one I know because I would go see my daughter at, at recitals, dance recitals, and uh, grew up, my sister, all my cousins were dancers, and grew up uh, going to the Nutcracker at Bayes Artes for years and years and years, and always had an appreciation for dance. Even when I moved off to college, I would still go to the big city performances. And my wife is also a, a dancer when she was growing up. And when we first saw your daughter, we didn't know she was your daughter. We didn't know she was Vero's uh, niece, but she was just, just stood out, this amazing dancer. Uh, so she caught our eye, and we we're like, oh, my God, did you see that girl? She's incredible. And we were, we were excited to see that level of talent here. And then dance has become a, a very popular um, kind of um, thing to watch all these shows and different things so tell us a little bit about how Gabby's uh, first experience growing up with dance and how you exposed her to activities like that well Gabby started like around three years old she was going to this uh, studio in Matamoros and the teacher over there was excited just to have her because she would learn the move so fast and Gabby, at, at the beginning, she, she would go and she would uh, be happy, but after maybe a year, she said, no, you know, Mom, I don't want to go anymore. So I said, okay, it's okay. If you don't want to go, it's okay. So um, the teacher would start calling me, please bring her back. She's a really good dancer. We need her here. But Gabby said, no, Mom, I don't want to go. I'd like to dive into that a little bit, you know, and one of the goals I wanted to, to accomplish today and share with our audience is, you know, it seems what we've heard from parents and then, you know, not just those that we've had on the podcast, but our friends mm -hmm. is that initially most children don't want to try something new. They're comfortable in their routine. They're four, three, four, five. Mm -hmm. And the thought of going and trying baseball or dance or whatever is a little scary and there's so many schools of thought I know you know you're you're in the therapy business and, and in the mindset business of the physical body business as well you know what is that balance between saying nope you're gonna try it I'm not gonna let your fear keep you from experiencing something and saying oh it's okay I you don't have to like how do you draw that how did you draw that well, balance with your children she already has been there for a year so she was over the fear by now. Yeah. So I said, okay, it's, it's fine. I'll take you to some other place. That's when I took her with Nancy. Mm -hmm. So she fell in love with Nancy. Because, we all do. Yeah. Nancy, <laughs> Filisola, there's, wonderful lady. There's a chemistry there. Yeah. She, since then, she would go hours and hours and stay with uh, the dance with, with Nancy. But I can't tell you what she felt, but she was happy. And that's very important for a kid to be, to feel the environment, to be positive, to be non-judgmental. Non I think that's one of the um, qualities that Nancy has. 
that she's like there just to be happy, just to, to feel. Create a good, positive yes. experience. Uh-huh. I think that's what Gabby felt there. So uh, she just did whatever she could do the best. And, and Carlos, um, I grew uh, up... Uh, on the dancing part, I'm not too... Okay, but, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to talk just generally. You know, before the kids came along, I'm sure you... Um, had a vision, right? Especially when you first got married, right? The kids are coming. I had a vision of what you thought would be great if your kids tried or if they excelled at sports or so on and so forth. What was your mentality? And, and, and maybe you could speak for the both of you. Was your mentality that I want my kids to excel at sports? Or was it, oh, I just want them to be active and have fun and, 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 and do great? Because you know what we see sometimes is very intense parents who get very involved like uh, my son's in t-ball and i already see it at four years old so what was what were your thoughts as a young young Uh, soon-to-be dad when they were real young i mean i never i never thought oh i want my son to do this you know i want him to be the best at in sports you know it never crossed my mind until you know uh we started seeing their ability once they started doing it and let me give you an example <clears throat> like for gabby we, we had no idea of her potential on her on her running okay mm-hmm. we started noticing it when she was in in basketball at kenmont you know that's when we noticed she had something because the i mean just when she would rebound, she would be across the court, like, and all the kids left behind, you know, that's when we started noticing. So we never really, um, I, when they were young, I never really thought, oh, I want him to do this. It just came naturally, you know? And then once it did, then we just provided that, you know, support and gave him, you know, but. So let, let, let's grab the attention of our audience here. Tell me, tell me how well Gabby has done in track. Right now, she's at a special school, a boarding school, her senior year in Florida, where she's continuing her academics, right? She's going to graduate. But she is there because it's a, it's a special school that is with special training for athletes with Gabby's potential. And then tell us what, where she's going to college. I was excited to hear okay. where, where she's uh, committed to. Right now, IMG, where she's attending IMG Academy, it, it's focused on sports, um, so her her let me tell you her daily routine is uh, she'll attend class regular classes from eight a.m. to noon something like that, and then they have a a, a break, and then it's training from two p.m. till like six p.m. or seven p.m. and that's. But he's asking where is she going? IMG, right? You said IMG <laughs> Academy, yeah, and IMG that and that's Academy. like a, a magnet school from. I, I'm assuming kids it, from it, all over it, the world. It, it, oh, from all over the it's, world. Yeah, yes. she's met some incredible people from it's incredible. every nationality you can imagine. I and mean, the, these are kids that are going to compete in college, possibly the Olympics, professional athletes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's Europe, amazing. It's it, they're kids from Europe, from South America, from obviously North America, but it's really all over the world. Okay. And 
tell me about she's a senior has she does she have college plans she she's actually already committed she's going to be attending cornell university that's awesome does she know what she wants to study yet i think she's going into hotel management and uh, there's a business school of um, a hospitality um, hotel. Yes, yeah, yes, hospitality yes, yes. hotel. That's great. I almost did that. Yes, I think that's a. I mean, that's an awesome field. So she, what is what does she run in track? What is what is her race or her races? She she, she runs the 100 meter hurdles, the 300 meter hurdles, and she's also doing the relays. Awesome. The, so. Uh, and she's got a letter of commitment to run track at Cornell. Yes. That's great. That's great. Awesome. Okay. Well, let's, let's go back and figure out how Gabby got there and what insights maybe some of our listeners who have young kids. And basically, maybe this is for me because I have young kids. I want to know how y'all did it. <laughs> maybe it's for my benefit more than the people listening on the radio, you uh, know what? on the podcast. Now that you're saying Cornell, yeah. Yeah. it came to my mind. When she got into seventh grade, mm-hmm. she met uh, Coach Garza and they made a click instantly awesome once they met each other it was like all the way right but one of the things that she told uh, coach garza is coach i want to run someday for an ivy league and that was in seventh grade wow so she already had that in her mind it it all starts with un pensamiento a dream a dream yeah. yes it all yeah. starts with that if you don't have that in your mind you cannot get whatever you want to it all starts with a, with the thought right okay so of course time passes by there's a lot of things coming up there's um how do you say so she's she was four she's dancing yes. you start to see some really strong athletic ability in elementary school when she's playing basketball. Yeah, but at that But age, she's still really focused on dance oh, at yeah, the time. Uh, okay. Yes, dancing was her passion. Yeah. She was even thinking of going to this uh, university in, in, in New York called... Um, it, it's it's, a, it's a, of, of arts, I don't know. Yeah. So are, that's, that's fascinating to me, right? She's in elementary school, dance is her passion, and mm-hmm. she's thinking, I want to go to the best dance school in New York yes. City. Yes. Is that something you're like, hey, Gabby, come check this out. Look at this school in New York. Would you want to do this? Or is she on no. her own no. iPad, iPhone, uh, saying, hey, where can I own. be better, do more, be more? Listen, I'm from Mexico, so yeah. I have no clue about how this works over here. <laughs> in Mexico, you don't... I mean, you want to go to a school, you just pay for the school and that's yeah. it. Over yeah. here, you know, you have to be accepted. You have to have the talent to, to get into whatever you sc- the school you want to. No, it was all her. But the people that surrounded her were very important. Yeah. For, in- for example, in this case, Nancy, she wanted to take her to some uh, competitions um, in um, Dallas, I remember. I don't know if it was Dallas or... Uh, Houston and Gabby at that time we didn't have the the money to go right. or to send her so I said I'm sorry I can't I can't and and he couldn't either so she's like no it's okay mom I won't go and I had some very good friends yeah. that said don't worry we'll pay for that yeah. she has so much potential that we'll pay for that and Gabby's like no if my dad doesn't go out I won't go 
remember? Yeah. And then uh, Nancy's like, I oh, Lucy, she has to go. She's so good. I know she's gonna do great. And I was like, Nancy, she doesn't want to go if, her, if, if the father doesn't go. And uh, so I took her. That time I did t uh, take her uh, by force. It's okay, Gabby, you have to experience this. And after that, it was, she loved it so much right. that she, she, she took away that fear of not being with daddy because she was a, a daddy's girl. They were always together, always. So uh, not, be, not being um, close to her dad when there was some type of competition, she would, she would get nervous. She would get um, sad. And that's part of uh, the growing up. When your children are born, your, your, your first child's name is Carlos, right? Correct. Is he junior or the third? He's... he's or, or, or does he have a different middle name, so he's just No, he actually, it's the exact same name okay. as mine. Okay, so I'm the third, my son's the fourth, I just ask, because <laughs> we, we recycle names in my family. Uh, your children are born, was it a given that you were going to put them in activities, and they were going to try sports, they were going to try yes. whatever? Okay, Always. so you, you knew yes. that. Yes. Why was that so, a priority you made? Why did you think that was important? Well, that's what my parents did with okay. us. Okay, so you all always had activities. You all, it in, was soccer or whatever. In my family, yeah. I, I always had activities. It, 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 was, it was something we had to. There was no, we had to. And, and why, did you, why, why did you think you had to? What was it about those activities that you think was beneficial for your children? Uh, it's important to be active so their mind won't, won't be thinking of things that they shouldn't. I don't like just to be watching the kids just watching TV. They need activities so they can feel different. I don't know. It's I didn't even thought about it. I, I just thought it was something that need they need. You knew you were gonna feed them, bathe them, put them to bed, and put them in activities. Yes. It was that yes. important. Yes. That's pretty, that's great. The reason I say that is, you know, I have kids now, and I had dreams for my kids, right? But as I actually have to start implementing those dreams. I realize it comes with great commitment on my wife and I's part, yeah. right? Like I want my daughter to, she loves theater and I want her to be great at theater, but that comes with taking her to theater oh, yeah. four days a week after yes. school, plus homework. And by the time she gets out, now bedtime is pro postponed. Yeah. I want my kid to be great at golf. Well, golf's a, a sport that takes up a lot of time. Yes. And I haven't been disciplined enough. So now that I see these kids that are at, 15 competing in the Winter Olympics, I realized, oh, well, that, that was a family sacrifice. That wasn't just that kid riding his bike uh, to the slopes to, to work on his snowboarding or her snowboarding, you know? Yes. So you, you knew it was a priority, you made the sacrifice, and all your kids yes. were competing in various yes. things you were exposing yes. to them. That's great. So it you just, as a parent, have to do it. I knew after three, four in the evening, I had no life. It was their <laughs> life. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But I, I think I have to thank Carlos because thanks to him, I didn't have to go and work. Right. So right. You, had, you, you made arrangements because yeah. those are the things. Yeah. So I think a lot of young parents are like, well, when the kid gets to school, I'll go back to work full time. Mm -hmm. Well, then that impacts... 
the second phase of their childhood, right? Yes. The after-school activities, the we got to do homework, we got to take you here, we got to take you there. The school projects, I didn't realize when I was a parent, I was going to go back to elementary school <laughs> and be responsible for school projects, right? Uh, but, okay, now Gabby's, and, and feel free to, to talk about Carlos, and tell me your youngest son's name. Mauricio. Mauricio, because I think they're, they're all good athletes. Um, but Gabby's now junior high, She's met Coach Garza. You've experienced exposure and what that does for a child. Because I have my own experience for that, right? Like, I, I was not really committed to golf. And then I went and saw kids that were really extraordinary at golf. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I want to be like them. Mm -hmm. So exposure uh, is so vitally important. So she was exposed to really great dancers in Dallas. Uh, so now you're like, okay, you, you're a really good athlete. You're at St. Joe. Meme Garza is a legend yes, down here. Yes. Uh, I think just retired yes. after, after a 40-year career, I think. Yes. Um, so she's, she's running. Now we have a little bit of a competition oh, between yes. dance totally. and track. So t <laughs> tell us about that. It, it was not only just track and dance. It was basketball. So she would go to basketball. After basketball, she would go to dance. After dance, well, you see, uh, track started until she was in seventh grade in St. Joe. But before that, they made like a very small track um, meet for fourth, fifth, and sixth graders. And we would see that she would win by far Actually, Ooh. that's when Coach Meme when she was saw her fourth, fifth grade. When Gabby was at Kenmont, they held a, a small track meet at St. Joe. Once a year. Yeah. So May. that's when Coach noticed her. I think she was like in sixth grade. Yes. You know, and and that's when when he approached her. I think and and uh, you know. And actually, he told us, "I was about to retire, but after seeing that." I'm going to retire whenever she's a senior. Wow. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Did, was Gabby a hard worker pretty early on, like in dance, or was it natural? I think it was natural. It was natural. Yes. Did, once she was exposed, yes. right, to Exposure big city, important. did her work ethic uh, change? Yes. Okay. Yes. And big time. I, I'm assuming she doesn't get to, uh, you know, Natural talent, natural God-given ability will get you so far, yes. but ha do you see her work ethic now at a level where she will continue to grow in her sport, playing, well, yes, running college? Totally. Okay. Yes. Did you push her to develop that work ethic? No. Okay. You were hands-off? Not that I was hands-off. I've always, I've always taught my children that we all have like uh, a place, like our work. Okay. For instance, your dad, his obligation is to bring... Provide. Provide. Provide, right. exactly. My work is to have like harmony in the house, keep everything clean. Yours is only to uh, your school and your activities after school. So that's your work in, your, in the house. Your I have to ask mm -hmm. because I'm, I'm assuming as great as Gabby is, we're making her to be... Uh, you had her struggles with your kids, right? With oh, all your yes, kids. So course. when they lagged it and you 
did not see their meeting their potential, doing the work they're supposed to be doing. How did you structure that conversation with them? Like, how did you approach like, look, this is your work right now at this moment, you're not doing it. I'm curious because Because I'm trying to figure out a way other than just yelling, right? No, 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 yelling (laughs) is not the answer. It's never the answer. No, you have to go with your child and talk what's going on. What's go, wh- what is happening uh, emotionally-wise? Because, um, how do you say... Um, the say it in Spanish. If you, if you need to, say it in Spanish. The teenage years, yeah. are the, I think, are the hardest. You, you don't feel like a child, but you're not an adult, and you're feeling all these things inside of you. So you have to, you have to live, you have to express yourself, and you have um, sometimes to, if you want to feel angry, let it out, it's okay. But me as a mother, I've been through that um, puberty time, yeah. so I know what they were feeling. Yeah. So I put myself in their shoes, so and I would understand what, were, what, what they were going through. But I never yelled. And Carlos, you, you, it's been said that you're very close to Gabby, um, but you also have sons. Was your approach with Gabby different because she was a girl? Yes. I mean, I love all my three kids, but there, there was a, there was a, well, you know, I mean, you have a daughter. I do. It's a father-daughter bond. It's, 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 it's hard it's, to explain, but it's, I, I, it's yeah. difficult and, and I, yeah, it's unexplainable, but um you know we've been very supportive i mean it's very rare we've we've been to all their sports games yes. activities i mean i've always maybe i've missed one track meet that's awesome. out of you know uh so we've always been there for them I mean, we've always supported them and uh but yeah with her it's been it's been a little more special you yeah know? yeah, yeah. When you're psyching them up for a game, you know, yeah, psyching them up, encouraging them, there's that talk you have with your child, you know, focus, do this, do that, remember, eye on the ball, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that conversation different? Because, you know, sometimes, you're, you know, your son played football, right? Carlos played football. Yeah. You know, he's, yeah, yeah. he's dressed up. He comes to the side. You look him in the eye. He's got his helmets on. You know, you kind of bring that <laughs> well, mask up to wait, his head. Wait a minute. Push I was not on, on the sidelines. Point. I was in the But, in but the before, stand, so. you know, like as they're coming onto the field, you know, <laughs> I, like with my that. son. <laughs> no, no, no. W- no, it wasn't like that at all. I mean, because it's, it's not like, you know, he attended school and then they'd go to the game. So right. I wouldn't see him, you know. I'd be in the stands. You didn't have. We didn't have that. That chance to screw it up. No. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have it. You know, yeah. that, that's the thing. Maybe if, if I had the opportunity, yeah, you know, but yeah. no, we never, no. we didn't have that chance. Okay. To, to but do, do you feel like you may have had that approach? Like, uh, you know, I the tiger, go get him. <laughs> you know, or would you be like, hey, Miko, I love you. Have a good game. No matter what, we're going to go have pizza. That, that's what it was. It was mainly, okay. you know what, just do your best. Yeah. You know, whatever happens, but do your best. So I, I was a child athlete. Uh, I played golf competitively, and my goal um, at Gabby's age was to be a professional golfer. 
everything I did was was structured around that. Every holiday, every vacation, every everything was structured around being a professional athlete. There's no one on this earth that loves me more than my father, I, I assure you. But my father's approach was very different from what I'm hearing you. It was very much a, I got to put this pressure and through that pressure you will rise to the occasion. He was very, very, very hard. Like we would play golf and he would follow me and if I hit a bad shot, I'd look over and I could see the disappointment on his face. Oh and um, for years and years and years, I resented it and I it affected my relationship with him and so on and so forth. However, my sister and I are pretty well-adjusted adults. So I struggle with, no, I would never do that with my kids, but then thinking, well, dang, we came out okay, you know? So I don't know, I, I really am fascinated by how people approach having children that they're trying to encourage, and it doesn't have to be sports, right? I mean, there are kids who are drummers who are gonna go to Juilliard to, to, to drum, the, that's right? That's the one that I, that I wanted to, the Juilliard. Yeah. Okay. Right. I think there's there, there's always have to be a balance. Right. You cannot be like, uh, no, 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 do yeah. this, do that, yeah. and not be like, uh, do whatever you want. There's right. always have to be a balance. You have to, wow, that's a hard task as a parent, right? Being a different way at different well, times, see, but, but, but depending on, on what it calls for, right? It's, it starts with you. Are right. you in balance as, as, as a, an adult, as a parent? Because the answer is yes. We all are and we all need to work <laughs> on ourselves. Just in case anyone was listening and wondering, yes, you're in balance. So uh, your, your children pick up on that. Yes. I, I, you know, we, we talked before we started recording and uh, I, I think every adult should be in therapy. I, I believe that. Uh, or at least have some thing they're doing to uh, work on their emotional Mm -hmm. uh, uh, well-being, their happiness, setting goals, evolving. I think in every stage of our life, we should be evolving. If we're with the same mentality we were five years ago, we're not maximizing our lives. Exactly. Um, so Gabby's now in basketball. She's in track, and she's one of the most beautiful dancers I've ever seen. I haven't seen her run. I've only seen her dance. Uh, <laughs> and now... And it's usually junior high from my experience, right? It's usually junior high where, okay, we're going to have to pick one because to be exceptional at one, you have to dedicate all your time and focus on it. Yes. You're talking with her. Of course, I'm sure Nancy doesn't want to lose her, right? From uh, oh, Brazil no. Dance Center. No, <laughs> by that time, yeah. um, she started going to the state. She qualified for state in her freshman year. And it, it happened to be that it was the same day as the ballet recital. Oh my that's goodness. Precise. That's when it started, okay, so should I go to the, to, to the ballet or should I go to the state meet? And, and I was like, Gabby, there's no comparison. The state meet, ballet, I mean. It's annual, you know. Like, yes, yes. That's when she said, you know, mom, I really want to go to state. What if she had told you, Dad, I want to just dance? 
Oh, she would just. I I love seeing my daughter dance. She, I mean, she's really. She loved, I, I, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. We so, suffered the the, you know, the, the yeah. day that she said she was not gonna go in back. Yeah, yeah. I love I love watching her dance and and you know. We enjoyed it so much. But we go back to you know what do you want to do? Yes. You know yeah. what do you think is better? Yeah. And and she decided to go the other route. But yeah, I miss her. I miss those dance recitals. Oh, you know. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful thing, right? The flowers afterwards, the, uh, I mean, I cried every dance. And my daughter doesn't dance anymore. She, I cry when she does theater. Uh, I'm the big crier. My wife's like, stop, please. It's just a commercial. Uh, okay, so looks like track is winning the uh -huh. battle of Gabby's attention. Yes. And now... Uh, she's excelling at this level, not just at the elementary school level. Tell mm -hmm. us how it went at state that year. She got second? I believe she got second. As she, a she, freshman. As a freshman, she was running, uh, well, she started running varsity. Yeah. Freshman, when she was a freshman. And I believe in her freshman year, when she went to state, I believe she ended up in second place. But competing against, against seniors, yeah, you know? and and you know, she's 14, 15 maybe at the time against an eighteen-year-old who's for all maturity level physically is incredible, yes. uh, the difference. Yes. Uh, okay, and she when she was in elementary school, she's saying, "Look, mom, look at all these cool things I can do uh, to further my dancing ability." Is she starting to have that mentality with sports and like, "Look, mom, dad, I I want to be the best." And it seems like she was self-driven. I want to be the best. Mm -hmm. And I, I, tell us about her uncle. Um, you mentioned it, uh, and, well, and we know we. And tell me, but we <laughs> we know her uncle, and he's an awesome guy, super competitive. But I think he also was excited to see Gabby do well in sports. Yes, yes. The thing is, uh, she uh, junior. I mean, freshman year, sophomore year, junior year. Great. But comp competitionally, yeah. she, uh, she had a little bit of a plateau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's when the uncle said, you know what, Gabby, I think you need something different. Yeah. I want to get you a gift and send you to the best program that you can choose for a track. So look it up and whatever you decide, I'll give you it as a gift for your, all your hard work. So that's when she goes into the IMG for a summer camp. That was her first exposure yeah. to this. And I think initially it was, I'll just go for a week. Oh, yeah. Her yes. uncle. Yes. Uh, he said, no, 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 no. Pushed her to go in five <laughs> weeks. Yeah. And, and this then, is Vero's husband. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, she finished camp, came back, and then, but she fell in love with that school. She yeah. fell in love with the people there. And, and now it's like, the well, ambience. I want to go to school. I want to finish my senior year there. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I'm gonna uh, remind me. I want to. I want to talk about how you let go a little early of your baby girl going off. But before we do that, uh, I think this is 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 really critical. Um, you saw a little bit of a plateau. As much as we would love to believe, ideally, that a kid can come from any background with any uh, with any facility and any coach and be able to train at the highest level. It's just statistically and realistically not the case. The kids that are the very best when I was a kid at golf or that are now the top of baseball competition or football competition, these are kids that are going to the best camps, 
have the best coaches, are seeing sports psychologists. There's just a lot of things now that go into their development, physically, mentally, and it's expensive, right? I see these parents who have kids that are in competitive baseball and they're on these select teams, right? And they're, they're playing not only here at West Brownsville Little League or Pony League, but now they're going to San Antonio and Dallas on the weekends to, to, to have that additional training and exposure. You got kids here. I think there were some kids here from St. Joe that were going to quarterback camps with Peyton Manning. And there's just a whole other way uh, to gain a little bit of an edge. And I, I don't mean to, to put this pressure on your parents out there listening, but if your kid excels, you have to spend a little bit of time researching on how to expose them. I guess that's the, the theme of today's conversation, how to expose them to the very best competition and the very best training. So uh, Theo show, comes in, they, they identify the school, she goes, she comes back, now you have to have an adult conversation with your little one like you want to go a year early uh, college isn't for another year uh how how did that conversation go not good at the beginning <laughs> it, it didn't go well at all you know i had i had um it was a no yeah. i mean dad the father said no you're not going yeah yeah, no, you're yeah it was i had the uh, a person from img calling me at least twice a week telling me your daughter needs to be here at this school and i'm and i was i, I would tell her no you know you're not going to take my daughter away from me a year earlier than what i had yeah. prepared for you know and they kept at it they kept at it really persistent and you know they offered her a scholarship which didn't make it easier for you right no yeah that's no, scholarship. i think my answer was still no no yeah. the answer for a was while no. was no you know, and what was Gabby doing this time? Was she like, whatever you think, Dad? Whatever you, whatever you okay. say, yeah. She was, she was okay with our decision. Yeah. But what happened is that I would start seeing her not as happy as she used to be. She, I would see her eyes like... Um, kind of glassed over yes, a little bit. Yes, so one day I, I say to her, Gabby, I think you need a therapy. Let's go to my... I have a little place... And once I, I, I put her in the bed to start the therapy, she started sobbing. Yeah. And I'm like, Gabby, you want to go, right? And she's like, yes, Mom, I want to go. But I understand. I understand the position of Dad, and I, I know I need to stay. Oh, that's, that makes it so much harder, right? Because if she were yelling and screaming, I want to go, I want to go, it's easy to say no. Yes. But when she's oh, just she, so humble about oh, it. No. No, she was sobbing. Yeah, she never, she never mentioned it to me again. No, you know, she never said it. She said it to aye, me. Aye, aye. And that's when I said, you know what, Gabby? You're going. I don't care what your dad says. Uh, that, hey, buddy. I have one too, man. Yeah. We all answer to somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, the, you know what? I couldn't see her anymore the way she was here. She was yeah. so sad here yeah. uh, with the environment at her school and I didn't want to see her like that anymore you know yeah. I'd rather see her happy spend whatever I had to spend but see her happy than you know so yeah. that was that was really hard it was yeah. a tough decision but at the end it was the best decision and right now us. right now we're like wow that was yes. that was the best decision we've ever had right. we've ever taken you know? right, right. And 
I, I used to have a mentor, Philemon uh, Vela uh, Sr. He was a federal judge here, and I had a chance to work for him. He said, look, there's really no good or bad decisions. They're just decisions, and, you know, life goes on, and you hope for the very best, but it looks like the, uh, the decision you make to send her there uh, is really working out. You know, she's going to an Ivy League school. She's prospering. She's, she's doing great. So uh, I, I think that that's... Because uh, I'm putting myself in your shoes. Man, you know, you have this traditional track, and I don't mean the sport. I meant, like, path, right, for your kids. I'm going to be with them. I'm going to raise them. They're going to graduate high school, and then they're going to go. But when that's cut short a year, <laughs> especially with the connection you have with your little girl, yeah. uh, that, that's a tough decision. That's a tough decision. It was, yeah. It was yeah. actually one of the toughest decisions I've ever had to yeah. yeah, it was yeah. terrible. Well, don't worry. One day, some young man's going to come along and ask you to permission <laughs> that, to yeah. marry this wonderful uh, athlete who we're going to see go on to do great things. And I'm sure that's going to be even tougher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. But yeah. Well, tell us, if you could, just to summarize, it, it, there's a, a young couple out there, right? They have a four or five-year-old that is clearly... Uh, exceptional the four or five year old hasn't yet been exposed right might be saying I don't think I want to go back but clearly has talent Uh, what words of wisdom would you give them Um, if you had this you have this platform this opportunity and I hope millions of people listen to this podcast but even if it's only one person we get to just give them some perspective on your experience raising high-performing children and the lessons you've learned and your best advice? I would say you have to go for it, Eddie, because, uh, you know, we've sacrificed so much. Our, just to give you an example, like our vacations were um, planned around her, her meets, you know, uh, we've been to places that we never thought we'd go if it wasn't for Gabby, you know. Um, it's a lot of sacrifice, you know. Um, but you have to give the child the opportunity. If, if they have that talent, you have to give them that opportunity to try and, 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 and get that exposure, you know. Um, but as a four or five-year-old, sometimes they would say, I don't want to go, mom. Mm-hmm. How do you take them? Um, sometimes bribe them with Chuck yes. E. Cheese afterwards Some, or something. Sometimes, yes. <laughs> Why not? I mean, yeah. We. I think I, I I did it like several times. Andale, mijito, te llevo a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we. That's the weird thing because I don't remember that with Gabby. I don't no, remember. But it's not a bad strategy no. if, if, you know, we don't have a Gabby at home. No, of yeah. course not. No, 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 para nada. And last thing, because I struggle with this. Uh, did you let the coaches coach them and you just... 100%. Okay. You, you took 100%. a back seat. Because I see my son being coached T-ball and I'm like, his, his stance isn't right. And I dying to go no, on the field no, no. And, and change no. he's too close to the ball he needs to be further no, away no you, just, you have to be the dad and the coach has to be the coach 
Okay. Because so whenever we, we get involved, there's fireworks. Yeah. So their safe haven is whether they win or lose, running off the field to the embrace of their mom and dad. Yes. As right. a mom and dad. As, as opposed, because there, if there's no separation, they're still in the the game, so yes. to speak. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. With that, the coach, you know. But we always did. It all depends. <laughs> yeah. It all depends who the coach is, because yeah. if you see that your son is doing something wrong, yeah. and you know, but the coach doesn't really show him, oh. well, yeah, then yeah. then I'll get involved, you know. Right. But with Coach Meme, that guy is, you know, he's, he's incredible. Yeah. yeah. So there's no way I could tell Coach Meme, well, she's doing this wrong. There's right, no right, way, right. You, know? you, you rare, rare, rare situation to have that exactly. uh, level of excellence in in coaching. Yes. Well, let me let me say, please keep us up to date on her success, Thank on how, progress. And I actually want to have her on the podcast when she comes home this summer. She would love to come. Uh, and, you know, get into the mind of a kid, really, and, and learn from how they think about things and how they handle pressure uh, and so on and so forth. Um, be, I have to, I, I just forgot, I have to ask this. Did you encourage healthy eating and rigorous training uh, to prepare them for their sport? Or was she, she seemed so driven, did she's like, no, I don't want hamburgers and french fries, I want a salad and grilled chicken. I mean, was that part of her training? I think I really could have benefited from that because I, I had horrible she's, eating habits as a kid. But, you know, what, well, what was that like? She's been self-driven for, I mean, I'm, I'm still surprised. Not only her, all, all our three kids, yeah, they eat, you know, very healthy. Yeah. And but she's always been, um, it's been her. It hasn't right. been us tying her. Oh, you need to eat this. No, yeah. it's always been her. But I it's mean, what they see that we eat too. So you set the example. Yes. You, you live a healthy always, lifestyle. Well, we always try to. Yeah. Hey, hey. It's <laughs> a, like my mom says. My mom's like all in moderation, Mijo. Yes. All in moderation. <laughs> Yeah, that's no, right. That, 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 come on. Look, I, I, I eat we'll really healthy on. six days a week, buddy. No, I'm going to give you... Yeah. Yeah. Don't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to yeah. a restaurant. Yeah. She'll get hamburger. I'll get a hamburger, and my daughter will yes. be ordering a salmon with vegetables. Beautiful. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. So, I'll yeah. make sure to have a healthy snack when she goes. Uh, and, and in terms of her training, because um, that is very different. I see kids now training outside I never trained for my sport I never saw my friends who played baseball go lift weights I mean a little bit for the 30 minutes that they were required to by the school but now I see these kids in intense physical conditioning I'm sure at this school they oh, have yes. them doing insane yes uh, uh, does she embrace that part of the grind that like physical conditioning part of the grind she, she loves, loves it, it. Yeah. she loves it yeah. that's what I makes mean, her good at the sport it, she called us when she was I mean when she went to IMG and she would call us and say, it's incredible the, the way they train here to the way we were training over back home. Yeah, yeah it, it's totally different. And she... And that's why exposure is so important, right? Yes. Right. Because you can only do so much with the level of knowledge you have here. And even though the people here may be very passionate about helping Gabby with her strength and conditioning, at a place like IMG, they're at the cutting edge right? Exactly. They're at the cutting edge. They're world-class fitness experts that now she is being uh, trained by. So, well, thank you so much no, for making time. You. I've really enjoyed this. 
uh, I want to uh, just kind of emphasize to our listeners one of the things we embrace at Orange Theory is, and that Carlos mentioned, is you have to go all out. Just like we go all in our studio, you have to go out and live an all-out life. I, I really uh, uh, look forward to having Gabby come by and visit. Thank you so much, folks. Thank you, Thank you for having me.